I hope everyone had a great long weekend. I went on a hike with my son and my husband. I love hiking because as someone who lives in the city, I look forward to the sounds of nature. You know, wind rustling through the leaves of trees and the sound of birds chirping. And there's a slug right there, Lukey. Go take a look at it. Okay. Um... But this hike was spent mostly hearing my son talk about his new obsession. I'm just going to talk more about Roblox, okay? Roblox, which if you don't know is kind of a virtual reality game that you can play on an iPad. Just so you know, you spawn in the game with a wooden sword. Okay. So if you come in my house, please don't take out your wooden sword. Uh, okay. Want to know why? Why? Later on yeah. in the hike. But, but if you don't Oh, rebirth two times? You can't get most of the swords. Wanna know why? Ah, the bird song of a seven-year-old boy. Stay tuned for Parenting is a Joke right after these ads. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Now playing only in theaters. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Farm to store in days, not weeks. That's 80 Acres Farms. Did you know most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate? But not 80 Acres Farms. Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's zero need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. It used to be chill, it's all up in smoke. I think I'm still fun, parenting's a joke. I was cool, oh yeah, now it's hard to be cool, oh yeah. And Hello everybody, welcome to Parenting is a Joke. I'm a chasm named Ophira Eisenberg, and on this show I talk to stand-up comedians and funny people about their work and their career and what it is like to do all of that while also raising kids. Yeah, like how the fuck are we all doing it? Because I want answers and spreadsheets. God, I love Excel spreadsheets. In today's episode, I talk to international comedian Iris Barr, who is currently living in Israel, about her reflections on different parenting styles throughout the world. Like, here we have helicopter parenting, but Israelis are insane. Like, you'll see a guy riding on a Vespa with, like, a baby in front with no helmet. You know what I mean? Like, chaos. <laughs> so the kids toughen up, but they're also a little insane. <laughs> if you did not know, Ophira 
is a very Israeli name. And most of my life, I did not know another Ophira, but I have an Israeli friend who I recently said to, okay, sure, my name is not popular here, but you must know a bunch of Ophiras over in Israel, right? And he said, no, no, old name. Nobody has it. (laughs) Cool. Thanks. Yeah. So I guess I'm the Myrna of Jerusalem. Just call me B'nai Bertha. Everybody, it's Tel Aviv's own Eunice. So on this podcast, I like talking to comics who are also parents because I just think that combination brings up a specific set of challenges. So I was talking to one of my comic friends who does not have kids, and he said, you know, sometimes I just think when I feel a bit lost that I wish I had a kid because it would give me a sense of purpose. And I was like, oh my goodness, no, 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 no. You don't have to feel like that because when you have a kid, you've just created a witness to your failures. See, I make people feel good all the time. One of the other challenges of working as a freelancer in entertainment or anyone in the gig economy is basically if you're not tethered to a corporation, you're fucked. And I don't know if you saw this in our new Substack, people. We have a Substack. It's called Parenting as a Joke. Check it out. But my husband and I lost our healthcare for a whole bunch of boring reasons. So right now we are navigating the marketplace, which is so not fun and so full of incompetence. Oh my God. And then so expensive. And it just really brings out how if you're not working for a large company or organization, you're screwed in this country because we're both freelancers. But man, until this gets worked out, I am, yeah, I'm walking around kind of fancy free. I have never been more careful when cutting carrot sticks. That is a dangerous job. We went for a hike and I was just internally freaking out the whole time. I was like, nobody trip. Do not touch a bug. Do not brush against that tree. We cannot afford it. Speaking of brushing against nature, now I know people make fun of all of us in Brooklyn for our precious parenting. And I will say that some of the summer camps just 100% reinforce that because Okay, you know what? It's the city. These kids are being raised on granite countertops and spongy tiled playground floors. So there's this big movement to make sure they're exposed to the outdoors. Mm -hmm. I call them dirt camps. I mean, they call them nature camps or forest camps, even though they take place in a man-made park. But the kids have activities like mud paintings and catch and release of bugs and worms. You know, so when they go to college and sit on the green with their new friends, they won't complain about the grass being too pointy. We go to such great lengths to enrich our children with their summer camps. But you know what I think they would really like? I think they just want to be thrown in an air-conditioned room with unlimited access to Lay's potato chips, overseen by a group of disinterested teenagers who they watch create TikTok content about their shitty summer job that they're quiet quitting call it futuristic camp, and we'll all be fooled into thinking it's STEM-related. After the break, I chat with actor, playwright, who is not only bi-coastal, but bi-continental. It's comedian Iris Barr.
Can I give you a real incentive to lean into your decision to start working out and eating better? I'm Carl, co-founder of Body. That's B-O-D-I. And right now, if you sign up for a one-year subscription to Body, I want to make you an offer you can't refuse. I'll give you 65% off. Look, I know it's not easy to get fit and lose weight, especially if you're trying to figure it out by yourself. But we make it simple. Just follow a program for 20 to 30 minutes day by day and lose 5 to 10 pounds a month. We have over 120 programs that have been tested and proven to work, and almost 300,000 five-star reviews in the App Store to prove it. Body also has complete eating plans and thousands of healthy, delicious recipes. So stop guessing and start seeing results with Body, and I'll give you 65% off your annual membership right now so you save big on the app that CNN underscored named Best Fitness App. So don't wait. Sign up for a year of Body and save 65%. Just go to Body.com. That's Body with an I.com. Farm to store in days, not weeks. That's 80 Acres Farms. Did you know most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate? But not 80 Acres Farms. Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's zero need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Now that spring is here, it's time to focus on self-care and revitalize your personal care routine. Now through March 26, head in store, shop for all your favorite personal care essentials, and earn four times rewards points. Shop for items like Crest toothpaste, secret deodorant, Old Spice deodorant, or Gillette razors. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. I am so excited to catch up with today's guest because guess what, everyone? She does not live in New York City. Mm -mm. I've caught her on a trip where she is visiting. It's comedian and actress Erice Barr. Welcome. Thank you so much. Okay, so how old is your son now? My son is 10, but his 11th birthday is coming up. Ooh, imminent. Um, Yeah, and uh, in June. We've kind of jumped ahead to the teen years. Like it happened eye-rolling. Back to at one point the other day, my son says, don't use that tone with me. Like, yeah, like literally it's not even teen years. It's I think he's like a 45 year old at this point. You know what I mean, like <laughs> we fight like peers and I'm a single parent. So there's no father or m- m- another mother coming in going, don't talk to you. Right, you know, there's none what... of that. No, that's there's that, that doesn't happen. I'm the good cop and bad cop. I'm coddling and putting boundaries. Did you? I mean, I feel like I already have that relationship with my son and I just assume it's because he has no siblings Mm. that we talk to each other. Like sometimes I'm like, I am your mother. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, we we are not on the same level. But does your husband chime in or is he a little disengaged? No, he chimes in, but I feel like our son feels like we're all at the same level. Oh yeah. We're all equals. Yeah. My son's like, yeah. Like how come you get to do that? How come I can't say, can I curse on this? Of course. How come I can say fucking hell all the time? You know what I mean? I'm like, because you're a kid. He's like, well, you do it. I'm like, well, I shouldn't be. But now that I <laughs> am now doing that you it, mentioned it. Now I'm allowed to do it. Are you comfortable with sharing the name of your child or are you, do you uh, not sure, do that? Sure, yeah. No, it's fine. Idan. He was born in Israel. And there's a tendency in Israel um, to give kids like foreign names because it sounds cool. Like there's kids named Liam. I'm like, it's like Liam Neeson, but it's in Israel. You know what I mean? And they're also like, there's all these tendencies the like Irish Zoe, part. you know, like, oh, they're super cool because it's it's not a you know, Hebrew name. We're not calling him Sarah or Rachel. Um, oh, yeah. And so I wanted Aiden. 
but then I ended up going with Idan because my name gets slaughtered all the time, right? So in Israel, I'm Iris, but here I'm Iris, Iris, Christine, Eunice, like whatever. Iris. I Iris. Exactly. A lot of Iris. Iris. A lot of, right. A lot of Iris. So I wanted to give him a name that would also be fucked up all the time. Do you know what I mean? Like, why make his life easier? I, I, we're trying to correct ourselves or just perpetuate the trauma. Yeah, we're like, you'll you'll learn what it is like to love something. Exactly. Exactly. They slaughter it. Eat on. I think in America, um, and I love America, and I am American. Sure. I was born in the Bronx. People have a hard time with having the thing on the second syllable, I think. Like, oh, the accent. Instead of going Idan, yeah, they go Idan. Right. It oh, just, yeah, 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 you're right. As you're opposed right. to Idan. Idan. Which maybe sounds more aggressive. Well, maybe more Israeli. I'm very Israeli, yes. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Wait, so wait a second. Born in the Bronx. I actually did not know well, that. I was actually born in Manhattan. I was raised in the Bronx. Oh. Here's my whole Wikipedia page okay. for a minute. Born in Manhattan, raised in the Bronx, moved to Israel when I was 13, and then did high school there in the army, and then I left again. About 11 years ago, I started going back and forth, kind of being tri-coastal with LA, New York, and Tel Aviv, as if I had money to do that. When Edon <laughs> was a baby... Um, I get very peripatetic. I get antsy. Like, this is my commitment issues, right? So when he was a baby, we'd be in LA for three months. I'm like, no, Israel's so much better. And then we'd go to Israel for three months. And that's a 15 fucking hour flight. Oh, my goodness. And me alone with a baby. Like, and these are not fun years. You know what I mean? Yes. And it's the changing and the thing. And oh, the, the uh, tiny, tiny And he's on me, but he's not. It. And I, I buy a seat for him because he's not sitting. He was always a fat baby. So um, is that wrong? Just can I say fat baby? I'm so scared sure. to say anything. Yeah. I called my baby fat. He was a fat fucking baby. Yeah. I mean, he no. like an Irish gangster. Nothing wrong with the Irish. <laughs> But you know what I mean? He did. He was like this massive triple, chi- you know, like this kind of amoeba moving around. I'm like, you get your own seat, yeah. my friend. As soon as we could, we also bought our son. is Because he was very long. You see, that, that's so- not my problem in my family. Yeah, long was never an issue. We just go wide. But that, that's good that you, you have a tall child. But I understand that thing because everyone's like, oh, it's so great. You could save on airfare. The kid could just be on you till they're seven. And I was like, no. not my kid. Okay, no. so why would you go back? Just see because, family? Um, yeah, to see, see my mom, but also like in Israel, it, you know, it's very family oriented. It's a crazy place to live. I've been there now two years taking care of my mom. But the kids are very independent there. Like kids walk alone to school when they're five. You know, it's a crazy place because there might be rockets or nuclear bombs. Sure. But in terms of the kids being safe on a daily basis, it's great. There's not that feeling of like someone's, someone's going to kidnap and molest. I right. Like, but here, like lose your kid in a mall here, you're going to have a heart attack. Um, if you lose your kid in a mall in Israel, you'll be like, yeah, he'll he'll show up. He'll come. He'll find his way. It's home. a mall. Yeah, it's like a cat. Yeah. He'll, yeah. You know, he'll find his way back. <laughs> I don't even know if I trust my child to cross streets properly. Yeah, I don't trust mine either. But it's somebody who just got to. You know what I mean? Because if I keep watching, he'll never learn. Not that that's a good system. <laughs> like here we have helicopter parenting, but Israelis are insane. Like you'll see a guy riding on a Vespa with like a baby in front with no helmet. You know what I mean? Like, and there's like a baby thrown in the back and they're skateboarding down a hill with no helmet. Like it's, it's chaos. So the kids toughen up, but they're also a little insane. You know what I mean? It's like, it's all, okay, this is perfect because I have a lot of questions, yes. but I want to play a quick game with you Ooh. and we've set it up okay. uh, because you have lived in more countries than I have. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to read a parenting trend from a foreign country all right. and you just have to tell me if it's real or fake. Okay. 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 All right. Here we go. Okay. In All Macedonia, right. 75% of adults between the ages 18 and 34 live with their parents. Um, knowing many Macedonians. Seriously? No. Okay. <laughs> I haven't even slept with a Macedonian. Usually that covers the gamut because there was a time when I really tried to like have sex internationally. I haven't covered Macedonia. Thank you for the challenge. Oh, you're like the uh, vagina version of Epcot? <laughs> yes. <laughs> The vaginal Epcot is the, the proper va- there term. There we go. Fear, I, was, I was getting there. It's called Vagicot. Just <laughs> <laughs> like a new tampon. Vagicot. Try Vagicot. It's, like it's a cot for your vagina. That's it's a Vagicot. I say it's true. Yeah. 
Okay. It's uh, totally true. In the U.S., supposedly less than 20 percent of adults under 35 live with their parents. Why is that? Why is why? I don't know. I think that a lot of countries, um, I, yeah, they coddle the children, but also they take care of their elderly. Like I used to see my mom more often and she lived in Israel in LA than most people in LA saw their parents that lived in the United States. You don't know if you want your grandparents living. I mean, it could cause many a divorce, but there's something beautiful about that too. Where... When it's more, as we say, normalized. Exactly. Right. In Iceland, mm -hmm. every child is entitled to a musical instrument at the age of three paid for by the state. I will ag agree to that. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I like it. Is it true? No, I, it's, it's not, not it's true. False. Oh. But this is, yeah, supposedly Iceland is, according to some indexes, number one place to raise a child. Other people say Denmark, Norway, Sweden, Finland. But I don't know. That, that whole thing, you know, they have the happiness uh, yeah. survey. And then Finland is number one for the sixth year in a row. Israel's number nine. U.S. Okay. is, I guess, number 72 or something. No, but it doesn't even it's hit like the 12. top 100. No, it does. It does. But but Israel, I guess, because people are like, we might die. Let's have fun. <laughs> but Scandinavia, I mean, I've been there. I get that they have socialized medicine. But are people really, nobody ever looks happy there. I remember I was talking to a woman that I met through the comedy scene. She was in sketch and theater, and she moved out to do a teaching job in in yeah, Reykjavik? she was she was in Denmark. Okay, and I was like, oh my god, you know, she was like the social services, yeah. the culture, the freedom, the feeling of being taken care of is unbelievable. She goes, but no humor. That's what. Yeah, I'm saying it's zero like humor. Monty Python, big in Finland. I don't know. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Okay, how about in Bali? Oh, babies boy. can't touch the ground for the first three months of their life. Okay, sure, that is true. Okay, yeah, I, I mean, love I the feel way like, you said why that. Not? Well, yeah. Is it because the the ground is considered con contaminated? Basically, it's the idea that it preserves the baby's purity. So okay. there and is not some... the antibodies, though, because then they say like here they're like give your kid dirt to eat so they can you know develop some sort of immune system. I feel like, like we go back and forth on that every single. I, I mean, used to shove mud in my sons. But you know what I mean? Like <laughs> develop the fucking immunity. I don't want to breastfeed anymore. You got the antibodies. Fuck mud. You know what I mean? Throw it in there. In Bulgaria, I'm Bulgarian. You are Bulgarian. My parents were born in Bulgaria. Yeah. So mothers, but I know nothing about it, but go ahead. Mothers receive 410 days maternity leave with 90% pay. Ooh, that's a tough one. It's such a specific uh, factoid. I know. I feel like I met a woman in London now who's from Romania who got like seven years maternity leave. <laughs> so I feel like I'm going to say yes on that one. That almost makes it sound like a prison sentence. Exactly. Seven years. Seven years to be with your child nonstop. <laughs> Um, is it true? It is true. Okay, there you go. And just comparatively, American moms get uh, 12 weeks if <laughs> if they work a full-time job. You're screwed. Sister's in the hard. banking industry. <laughs> All right. Finally. Yes. Spanking is illegal <laughs> in Sweden, Kenya, and Greece. No. <laughs> yeah, okay. it is. It's true. Wow. There are 58 countries and territories that have banned spanking. Belt and hand? Sorry, I'd be too specific because I feel like there's a spectrum. I'm kidding. I'm yeah, kidding. right. I'm kidding. Yeah, feather seems to be okay yes. in a few of them. The U.S. is not one of them, just so you know. Mm -hmm. Oh, I never had the urge to spank. That's a complete lie, maybe. But I never thought of spanking. Like, no. But is he going to school in different countries how yeah, have you been managing it's, this it's a little it's a little crazy so school in israel you talk about parenting's a joke <laughs> school's a joke it's it's really oh my god it's it's surreal to me school's till uh 1 30 p.m what yeah and he's in fifth grade what time does it start 8 30 it's like 20 minutes long the you? days are 20 minutes and friday's till 11 30 because god forbid you don't get all you know what i mean for your shabbat so i literally drive my son to school 
And then I have to drive and pick him up. Like, there's not a lot I can do in that little window. So I'll sit at a coffee shop for like four hours. I'm like, okay, we're done. And half the time the teachers aren't there or there's a strike or they have free period. Like it's 40 <laughs> kids in a classroom. And, what? And I remember asking the teacher, I go, the academics? And she's like, oh, we focus more on social emotional. I'm like, no, oh, that's, really? that's, that's, that's the, the new that's, term, right? You know what social I mean? Like, emotional. come on. Mm-hmm. And the kids, there's a lot of bullying and thwacking. And, you know, I moved him to school because some girl got a table thrown at her. What? Yeah, like, it's okay. it's insane. But this teacher's great. Like, his teacher now is fantastic. So I make him also do, like, an online school for the English and, and the math. And he hates me for it. Yeah, so, but that's the last couple of years before yeah. then. No, before then, he was just doing school in L.A. He was just doing school. We were in L.A. The whole time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And yeah. how did you find California school? Um, we were in a public school, and I like public schools, and I think that... I feel like elementary is a wash anyway. I don't know. But people in New York are insane. Yes. They're worried about college in, like, the school yeah. for first grade. That seems insane to me. I had to, like, go and go, like, this is his childhood. He's not going to be in a super academic. Maybe middle school will be better. I don't know. Are you trying to go, like, all right, let's also put you in sports or... He does a lot you. of sport. Like, now okay. he's just playing soccer all day with okay. his friends that are like, huh? You know what I mean? So, Boys. like, why don't we watch another, you know, video from Carl Sagan? So, at first that worked for a few years, but now he's just like, mom, just fuck off. I'm going to play soccer with <laughs> You know what I mean? There's a lot of guys. So, that's it. And then they come over and they're like, huh? And we don't have video games in the house. So. How did you manage that? I've, I've, I've always been a little bit of a Nazi with that stuff. My TV's not hooked up. Like, we, I watch, you know, Succession in my bed under the covers. But um, No iPad? No, no iPad. He watches stuff now and he watches Ted Lasso and that teaches him cursing and values. Sure, and, oh, values. Yeah. But when he goes to his friends, it's like FIFA for nine hours straight. I'm fine with that. Right. You're like, home, you'll find no... it somewhere. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I remember you saying, I think your son was uh, hanging out with you in New York. And uh, I was like, oh, you know, I knew kid. And I was like, the stuff, the plastic toys and whatever. And you were like, oh, no, 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 we don't have that. He has uh, coloring pencils. <laughs> And I make him draw. And I was like, what are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. No, it's true. I mean, I I think I started off really well. (laughs) It's all been a downhill spiral. I really let it go. I don't judge anybody. You try and instill some creativity. That's all you can do. Well, also, you are auditioning. Yes. You are shooting television. And you were recently doing a film in London. Is that right? Well, no, I shot a TV series. Oh, TV series. Uh, I just shot another episode of Curb. Oh, fantastic. Awesome. Um, But yeah, I shot a series in London, which was wonderful, uh, which was great because I hadn't been working in, you know, the last two years, I've literally been taking care of my mom. Like that has been my life. And it's from hospital, like not fun stuff, like grief and hospitals and just kind of horror. Like I was in LA now and I went to a commercial audition. I literally had an orgasm. Like I used to hate those things. You know what I mean? You go in and it's there's the supermodels in one section and then you have the, you know, the the Christmas Santas there that ready for the Christmas spots. Yeah. I'm like, what am I, the character act? Oh yeah. I always call I was like, where are the Picasso paintings? Yeah. That's where I belong. <laughs> My agent had a, a mixer. Now I'm old already. You know what I mean? I'm up there. I've been with this agency for a long time. So but all these people are gorgeous. You know what I mean? They're Beautiful. like just ethnically diverse and, and models, but also quirky looking and, and gorgeous, but quirky, you know, right. all of that. And they're all like 25 years old and I'm mingling and they're like, oh, I just signed with the agency. How long have you been here? And I've been like oh, 20 years and their jaws <laughs> like, were they doing commercials 20 years ago? Like, they, they like can't even... do commercials exist? Yeah. Like, was it on VHS or like on, you know, it was an analog. <laughs> and then I, I asked her, she was with this other guy. I go, how do you guys know each other? And she looks at me like kind of, a, she goes, we're in the Dorito spot. And she goes, the, like the Dorito oh, spot. Oh, that one. As I was not well versed in the Dorito spot. But she was so cute because she's just starting out. And oh, she's no. like, this is, you know, and it was just so And much, doing so well. You're in a Dorito so, spot. A, which goes, the, like we're in the Dorito the. spot.
If you struggle to get in shape and lose weight, I'm about to change your life. I'm Carl, the CEO of Body, and I don't like working out and eating healthy either. So here's how I get myself to do it. I make myself own the morning. And by the morning, I mean the first hour or so every day. It's not family time. It's not for scrolling social media. It's for my results and my health. And man, does it work. Every day, I get out of bed, drink a health shake I made the night before, and then I go crush a workout in the Body app and just follow along day by day. Before most people are even out of bed, I'm done for the day. So here's my offer to you. The next 500 people who go to body.com will get 65% off a full year of access to over 120 programs. 65% because I want you to start now and see how fast the pounds come off and the muscles start popping. And if they don't, hey, you get your money back. Just go to body.com. That's B-O-D-I dot com. And let's own the morning together and get healthy and fit. Farm to store in days, not weeks. That's 80 Acres Farms. Did you know most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate? But not 80 Acres Farms. Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's zero need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Head in store and shop for all your favorite personal care essentials to earn four times rewards points. Shop for products from Olay, Always, Gillette, Vicks, and Crest. Plus, check out new items like Mr. Clean Magic Eraser Ultra Thick Multi-Surface Cleaner. No more sponges or other cleaning products needed. And Head & Shoulders Bare Soothing Hydration Shampoo, a new kind of anti-dandruff shampoo with only nine ingredients. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. Now, not that uh, Israel is like a a religious place for everybody, <laughs> but I know that you went to a religious school. I Your did. family was not no religious. very secular. Yes, very secular. But yeah. sent you to a religious school. They wanted me to have the Hebrew. I think it was just about getting the Hebrew. It's a lot of Israelis. Like Israelis are like the worst Jews on the planet. <laughs> you did not become religious. No, I didn't. And it. I mean, I had led a double life. It kind of fucked me up because I did like believe in God. And, I, you know, when you want to be accepted, and you're also kind of indoctrinated. Not indoctrinated, but like it was a really good school and it was all about questions because Judaism is about questioning. Everything is questionable in a way. But I'd come home and my dad would be eating like bacon and taking me to the Guggenheim when we're supposed to be going to shul. You know what I mean? And then so I kind of had to lie and say, yeah, we're, you know, we go to the special shul or, you know, we're not at McDonald's. You didn't see me at McDonald's. I'd be like, we saw you. Like, you know, we saw you. We run away to shul. We saw you in the car. But in Israel, I get there and everyone's making fun of me for believing in God. So you, uh, you know, move from the the Bronx. Yes. To Tel Aviv? To Herzliya, which is a suburb. Um, oh, okay. There's the super wealthiest suburb, which is Herzliya Pituach, <laughs> uh, which is on the beach. Yes. Not there. Okay. So we were in the stucco building kind of sadder part of Herzliya. After the army, I, I travel and then I go to college in at Brown. At Brown. You know, that was my child's safety school for preschool. Um, <laughs> you have a degree in neuroscience. No, no, it's not accurate. It's just psychology. I did study neuropsychology. I did a lot of neuroscience, but the degree is in psychology. So you have a degree in psychology. You did some neuroscience, but you worked as a cancer researcher? Well, what I did was, during undergrad, I spent time at Stanford doing fMRI research, which is the brain scanning research. But back when it, again, just started because anything would get published like because it was just so exciting like oh we you know put this person in the scanner and this part lit up published you know what i mean like <laughs> now it's a little more complex but back in the day it was kind of the the start of it and then i went back to israel this is all during undergrad for a year and i worked in a cancer research 
lab as part of my studies, and I did cancer research on rats. I had to induce this kind of menstrual hormonal release amongst these rats, which involved stimulating them sexually with like a like a, a, a thing. So I'm literally like, like Q-tip. Well, no, a little bigger, but I would literally <laughs> stimulate. Them. They, they had to go into bigger. lordosis, which is that position where animals get ready before they get fucked with their art. You know, their butt sticks. Kind of like when you're wearing high heels. Okay, that's really why men get like high heels because your butt sticks out a bit and reminds them of like this kind Interesting. of fertility. Yeah, that's okay. that whole kind of look. Yep, I just look like a T-Rex when I'm with heels. You know, I'm not. <laughs> it's not a good look for me. Um, but so I would literally in the lab at night be like doing this to these only like, at fish night. Or rat. Only at night. <laughs> Nobody wanted to see that during the day. The study was not. Not a huge success. It was fun stuff. But I also, I, I was trying to do my acting and I was trying to do you both. Were. You were yes. trying to do acting at the same yes. time? When did you discover acting along the well, way? Well, I did acting at Brown a little bit. I moved to New York and I went to conservatory. You are such a great character actor. I have a theory about how you discovered you were talented Please. and like oh, really you. seamlessly taking on different people. Like you become different people. It's called multiple personality disorder. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, so this is my theory. You can tell me what the Please. truth is. So your family was not religious, but you went to a religious school. Mm-hmm. And then you lived in many different places. So you had to constantly shape shift throughout your childhood and early adulthood, like wearing all these different hats and fitting in. Yes. Yes. And uh, so that's my theory of why you became a good character. I, I think that's I think that tracks. I mean, I always had a knack for accents. You're very good at my them. parents. When I was a kid, they'd make me, you know, perform for company or I'd make we'd go on trips and I'd make fun of the guide and then I'd piss off the guy. You know what I mean? Like, especially in Italy, you know, they'd be like, do the marble from Carrara. Allora, dunque. You know what I mean? And they loved it. But it was like so I, I always enjoyed that. This whole idea of a fragmented identity, which is still hard for me. I feel at home nowhere and at home everywhere. Like New York, L.A., and as artists, we go where the work is and we're moving around and work is home. Do you know what I mean? Work is home. And you're in a place. You didn't move to New York because you're in love with Park Slope. You moved to New York because there's work here. Absolutely. Um, And same with L.A. in a way. I mean, L.A. is easier in terms of like life resistance, but that's why people go a little brain dead there after a while. But not in a bad way, but in a festive way. Yeah. Um, (laughs) So when you are out auditioning or doing like doing the series that you were in London, do you bring your son with you? Um, I bring my son to set when I can, but this one was a little tricky. That was the advantage of having his dad in Israel because I could travel because when I was living in L.A., being a single mom, you know, most of his life, it was very hard for me to go anywhere. And I didn't want to go anywhere. I couldn't tour. Right. You know, and I, I always wanted to be with my kid. Like once I had my kid, I'm like, I don't want it. I don't yes. care about anything else anymore. And then years go by, you're like, oh, fuck, where'd my career go? You know what I mean? Like, ah, <laughs> out of the loop, you know? Um, but now that he's older, I'm like, I don't care if I don't see you for two months. You know what I mean? So I- uh, <laughs> I'll check back with you. Yeah, just whatever. Uh, Email me. Um, so I, I did bring him to set, which was fun. He liked it. Oh, yeah. He loves being on set. He does. Does he want to do any acting or perform? He likes acting. I think he likes making little, you know, we made a little video the other day. I don't like to post. I posted one with him on Instagram. I don't really post stuff with him. Why? In general. I I get a little, I don't know. Just the privacy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone creeped out. something nasty. But, um, But I did put like one little bit. He always wants to do a lot more. I'm like, dude, you got to sit down. You got to write a script. You got to be disciplined. <laughs> oh, I love that you're doing Even that. Even though cut to like comics with, you know, 900 million followers that never been in a comedy club. Oh, yeah. Right? Like we just did 400 TikTok videos. That were... Yeah. It's, it's a <laughs> whole. I'm so bad at that, Ophira. I'm so bad at that shit. Like I have 2,800 you... followers. I can't get to 2,900. You are uh, <laughs> you are such a good uh, performer. And you, you've you've this vast selection of characters. Of course, Rachel on Curb Your Enthusiastic. Yes. Uh, Curb Your Enthusiastic. I like it. It's a spinoff. Curb Your Enthusiasm. <laughs> Orthodox Jew character. Of course. Svetlana. Yes. Russian whore. Russian whore. 
caregiver Perla from Hacks. Yes. Yes. Well, the eye, the eye surgery episode. The eye yes, surgery episode. Yes, yes. So funny. Yeah, I love doing that show. So are you dating? Well, oh, sorry. No, please ask it. No, I'm just wondering how dating is first because yeah. you have a plateful. And then I don't know what it's like dating with a son who is of an age right. where he is cognizant if you yes, are dating. Yes, yes. Well, when he was younger, I could bring a lot more men over. You know what I mean? Because he would just sleep through it. Uh, once he got a little cognizant, then there were a lot of friends. This is my friend. Uh-huh. Oh, this is a friend. But I wouldn't have them sleep over. I mean, my son still crawls into bed with me sometimes too and kicks me in the ovaries. And so I didn't want that awkwardness. The problem, I don't want to sound negative, but the fucking problem is sure. a lot of the guys you meet that are divorced, that have been married. I've, I've never been married, right? I had a kid with a guy I dated oh. years ago. We weren't, you know, so and we haven't been together in a long time. But men that have been married for, let's say, 20 years, they get divorced. They don't have energy to really put effort into a they're necessarily even looking for like a relationship. You know, they want something easy and convenient. They usually have three kids in Israel. I make the joke, they've had two kids, people think of fertility issues. You know what I mean? One kid, something's tragic. Something tragic happened. Like you have no womb. Oh, that's amazing. You've had a womb removed. No, but literally, they're like, only two? And I'm like, only one? Like what? Like they want me to move to Germany where they have like half a child, that's right? right? So, And so what happens in Israel, it's kind of surreal. The first, it's very transactional. That's the bummer. It's very direct. A lot of polyamory, too. A lot of polyamory. Really? Oh, my God. The apps, open marriage, open marriage, open marriage, open Like, do they, do par- the, the partner know Does everyone know this? Marriage? Yeah, let's, let's, get a, let's get at least um, a testimonial. But, is the wife aware? <laughs> Hypersexualized. The first thing they ask you is, what's your custody schedule? Like, literally, it's the first question they ask, right? And if you say to them, oh, I have my son every other weekend, and they go, this weekend? And I go, next. If it doesn't align with their weekends, they will not meet you. And I'm not exaggerating. What? It's this, because it's like, what's the point if it's very, it's so like convenience transact, like what's the point if we never have our weekends yeah. lined up? But I'm like, well, if this is your person, this is your life, potential life partner, do you think you could work it out? So it's so interesting, the things you encounter, besides the usual lament of online dating where if one thing's wrong, you you say goodbye, yeah. you ghost, because there's right. a million other options, which is an illusion, you know, yada, yada, yada. Sure. I'm not like reinventing the wheel with that. But but the, the divorcees, they're, they're tired. And they're yeah. also scarred, especially if the wife left them. They either want to fucking get validated. Some know. sort of casual fun thing yeah. that is just their, uh, yeah. like, the companionship. Yeah. I sex. met a guy um, a few weeks ago. He had five kids. What am I going to do with that? What are you supposed to do with a guy with five children? Was that a polyamorous open relationship? No, I think he, he used to be observant and then became oh. less observant. Okay. And I'm like, our weekends don't align, so this is not happening. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. The, your custody match. Yeah. You should have just, that should be just the lead. Like, like cust- an app. Custody it should be an app where you can custody plug your custody Cupid. schedule and, and then match with your custody person. <laughs> We've invented five things, by the way, in I'm this conversation. This right. Yeah, exactly. So you're in New York right now. I am. You're with your son. Mm-hmm. Is it his spring break? or did Well, you he's just... missing school now. The teacher okay. texted me in Israel. I'm like, you guys do nothing in class. Like, how are you annoyed? <laughs> He's been to New York before, obviously. Well, yeah, because, he lived here for a few years. Yeah, 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 yeah lived yeah. in. I know you were you were always saying the size of your apartment, which I was like, it was a therapist office. It, it was I mean, a it was therapist office. No, it looked like a therapist okay. office because I had a love seat. It couldn't even fit, and the living room was like a hexagon. Do you know what I mean? So you could never put furniture in any corner because oh. they tried to make four rooms out of one. Yes. So it's just the drywall, and then you can't open the bathroom door and go through the hall. You know that kind of yes. that kind of thing, and the the bed right on the radiator so I aged like literally 20 years just on <laughs> just once, once. I wake up just my face falling off but we were in the West Village uh, yeah although he's only 11 does he talk about where he would like to live 
I mean, he's happy being in Israel now just because he's happy being near his dad and he's got his friends now. You know, at that age, it's like, I have these new friends. I don't want to move again. You That's know what right. I mean? And I get it. It's hard. It was a hard adjustment. Culturally, it was very hard for him moving from L.A. to Israel. Uh, he already spoke Hebrew, though. Yeah, but not as good. Now he's fluent. But when he got there, not as much. But it's 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 a very confident, aggressive society. And everyone's in your face. And, yeah. you know, there is no waiting in line for the slide. There is no waiting in line. <laughs> period. No waiting in line. No line. You just go. You just go. It's It's this kind of communist trauma not to get fucked over. So everyone is in constant fear of getting fucked over. Constantly. I will walk down the street and someone will yell at me, don't cut the line. I'm like, I'm not even in line. <laughs> I'm not in line. I'm walking to the bodega. I'm not in line. But literally, that happens all the time. Like if you go to the doctor, because it's socialized medicine, and yeah. so you're going, someone's always yelling at you, even though we all have our number. If I get up, just to get up, to stretch my legs, people are going to be like, she's fucking trying to get into the lab. And people do. People end up trying to get into the lab. And they go and they go, I know I'm number 492, but blah, blah, blah. You know. So there's this hypervigilance. Wow. Try and change a lane. Someone yeah. will not let you on purpose. And it's like it brings out the worst in people. So when you travel here, you must feel like this is very relaxed. It's very peaceful here in this in the city. <laughs> really. Everybody's chill. Are you kidding me? Oh, my God. I'm the one yelling is, at people. The Stop cutting the line. You know? Yeah, it's true, though. It really. Yeah. But I love it, too. At the same time, Tel Aviv is like the best place on earth. Vibrant and everything's walkable or bikeable. And it's it's small. Your child can walk themselves to school they can walk and feel themselves anywhere. free. Send him to the doctor by himself. You know what I mean? Go to the bank. No. Luis, thank you so much for oh coming God, on you. our show during your vacation, basically. Is, this is your vacation in New York. Your peaceful, idyllic, New York quiet City. retreat. It's a New York City, New York City retreat. City. Please follow me on Instagram because I got to get to 2,900. Right. We can get to 3,000. I'd feel like I've arrived. Okay, listen. Listeners... Follow her on Instagram, Instagram at bar. Thank you so much. Thank you. That is our show. Please subscribe and thank you so much. Mention us to a friend who you think would love this pod. Follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook at Parenting is a Joke. On Twitter, we're Parenting Joke. And you can join our monthly newsletter with updates, tips, tricks, games. Just go to parentingisajokepod.com to sign up. Hey, and we have a Substack for this podcast. We just keep making more content, people. So subscribe to our Substack. It is free. It is fun. More content for you. Just search for Parenting as a Joke on Substack. It will come right up. If you are in and around Brooklyn on May 31st, which depending on when you are listening to this podcast, could be tomorrow. There will be a show called Ophira and Adira. It's with me and Adira Amram. There will be magic. There will be live music. There will be stand-up comedy. It's a very cool, fun show. May 31st, Ophira and Adira at Union Hall. And for more information about that and all of my shows, go to OphiraEisenberg.com. Our episode is produced by me and Julie Smith-Clem. Our editor is Nina Porzuki. Our sound designer is Tina Toby Mack. Our game writer is Emily Winter. Our theme song and music is by Adir Amram and The Experience. Special thanks to all of the engineers at CityVox. And I'll leave you with a little bit more from Eurice Bar. Can I tell you a funny, can we veer off yeah, for just of course. a second? Yeah, of course, veer away. So I'm in Paris with my son last September. Um, you know, my life in Israel is taking care of my mom and it's very depressing. She's in a nursing home and she has dementia. It's like, it's a lot. So I travel 
in order to, this is my oxygen. Do you know what I mean? Like, Your I, yeah, pod. yeah, like exactly. I don't drink. I'm not a big, like I drink sometimes, but I have two sips of wine. I'm like, ah, it's out. You know what I mean? So not a good habit. So we go to Paris and I take him to a Sting concert. Sting? Yeah, Sting. I haven't seen Sting live ever and he's still I, he's, kicking. Yeah. And, yeah. He and does he's yoga. He's so sexy, man. I just see tantric. You just see the tantric sex just yeah. emanating oh, yeah. from him. Sorry. So we, we have the seats and I teach him all the songs beforehand because he's just doing greatest hits. Like he didn't even stop to say hello to the crowd. <laughs> he literally started, played all the greatest hits and left. <laughs> but of course, you know what? That's, it's perfect. What I want. don't need the hello. <laughs> well, he did, he did like do a little bit of French and they you know, like he did a little bit. So cut to, of course, the stadium is a gazillion people. The couple near, next to us are Israeli. Like you can't go anywhere without seeing Israelis. Like it's, it's literally impossible. And they're Israeli. And I'm like, oh, what the fuck? I go to Paris and I'm like in fucking Ashdod. You know what I mean? <laughs> so the worst part is that um, we wanted to dance and nobody's dancing. So I get up with Idan and we move towards like the banister. Like we're in the aisle. You yeah. know what I mean? So we're at the front and we're dancing. And the couple comes right behind us. And the guy's like this dorky tech dude, you know, high tech Israeli dude who won't stop singing. He's like, message in a bottle. <laughs> like literally in my ear the entire fucking concert. Every breath you take, <laughs> every move you make. And I'm like, oh my God, what am I doing? So anyway, that was my, That's this was amazing. all part of I, I had to, to share that. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled, going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Head in store and shop for all your favorite personal care essentials to earn four times rewards points. Shop for products from Olay, Always, Gillette, Vicks, and Crest. Plus, check out new items like Mr. Clean Magic Eraser Ultra Thick Multi-Surface Cleaner. No more sponges or other cleaning products needed. And Head & Shoulders Bare Soothing Hydration Shampoo, a new kind of anti-dandruff shampoo with only nine ingredients. Offer expires March 26th. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more more details.